Welcome to the How and the Why. With John Barrett Ingalls. Exploring and celebrating the creative process and the creative purpose of authors, editors, and artists that make up and inspire the Black Hill Press family. Black Hill Press is dedicated to the novella. We believe a great story is never defined by its length. Let's get creative. the how and the why brought to you by Black Hill Press. My name is John Barrett Ingalls, and today I am connected with Carl Adamschick. Am I pronouncing that correct? That is, that is correct. And uh, Carl is uh, one of the, uh, you are the, what, publisher or founder? Yeah, founder founder of Mm Town. Good, good. (laughs) <laughs> you you could say yeah. it better than me. So you're one of the founders and uh, uh, founding editors and publishers of Tavern Books. Uh, Carl, thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks. We're, we're starting off great already. I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Tavern Books? Well, Tavern Books is a nonprofit publisher of poetry. Uh, we've been around since 2009. We publish um, five books a year, a couple chapbooks in there too, so maybe seven titles a year. And our focus, we publish a lot of things in translation, and we basically reprint poetry books that have gone out of print. Is our specialty. So um, do you have your two different publishing, I guess, branches? You have the Living Library, and that's where you do the... the uh, Reprints and translations, and then you That's have right, like yeah. a, a poetry journal. Or the yeah, honest we have that. Yes, the Honest Pint uh, Fun, lovely thing we have. Um, it's uh, it's basically a monthly mailer. We we call it a literary magazine, but it's it's one essay a month that we deliver to you. It's five dollars a month to get, and it's um, it's basically one poet praising the work of a poet that they really love. And it's hmm. high design. It's sort of a throwback. You get it in the mail, so you get twelve a year, and uh, it's pretty. It's really, it's been really successful. Um, that sort of idea comes from uh, my good friend Matthew Dickman and I were sitting around one day, and we thought we should have something. Matthew actually thought it would be great to have writing that. You know, these essays are long, but they're not super long, and he just wanted an essay praising poetry that took as um, as long to read as like drinking a pint of beer. So that's what we set out to do. And it's been really great. We've had Albert Goldbarth and Diane Wachowski write on some of their favorite poems and it's it's been really exciting. We've been doing it for 
uh, I guess at the end of the year it'll be two years. December will be our 24th issue. So you have uh, <clears throat> you have poets writing about one specific poet, or are they writing about yeah. their favorite poet? It's uh, it's, I, it's sort of it differs. It's whatever. Some people have done um, their favorite poets. Some people have done their you know like a, a favorite poem or a poem that they feel like they have something mm. to say about. You know, uh, uh, issue soon is going to have Matthew Zapruder talking about. Um, a poem by Barbara Guest that he really loves, but other people have sort of, sort of done a sort of a, a larger sort of overview of somebody's career and who they really like, or or a book. Uh, uh, Bianca Stone did this great uh, a comic about a uh, Peter Gizzy book that she really likes. Mm. That was an issue. Yeah, so we keep it open to. We we like to keep it open. It should I mean we we wanted to have we wanted to be fun for the for the writers to write, in in a, in, a, in an avenue that isn't academic. So so, I, so we we keep it open to whatever they want to do. And the artwork that's all the the artist's vision as well. The the writer or is that something that you and uh, Tavern Books put together for? Yeah yeah the design they're all fairly different in design uh, and we yeah we do that all in house mm. so we basically get the essay and then we find some way to house that into a couple pieces of paper or so and whatnot yeah some of them have been stitched some of them have like a little stitched book some of them have been like Bianca's is basically a really big double sided poster I mean it all gets folded down so it fits in the mail but um, <laughs> yeah design wise it's been it's uh yeah, it's it's a fun challenge, and uh, <laughs> you know how ideas go. It seemed great, and then every thirty days, uh, it, it happens really quick. So it's in the, in, in in the Tavern Books office. It's always a pretty wild ride to to get that, to proof it, to edit it, and then to design it all in thirty days, and to have to do that every thirty days. Yeah, it makes it makes for exciting work. It makes. They four weeks can go by really, really fast. <laughs> now, um, yeah. when you started Tavern Books, was uh, was the idea mainly to focus on reprints of poetry, or was it, it to um, um, the uh, Honest Pint? Was that part of the inception as well? Well, the the main, yeah, I think. Um, the last point was always somewhere in our heads when we were starting Tavern Books, but um, you know the main goal was to reprint books that had, had that had gone out of print and get sort of get them back and get people reading them. I mean, we ba- it's basically like a big uh, recommendation list, I think, in lots of ways. Um, but we started with this uh, David Lovell book, Casual Ties, uh, linked prose poems that. Uh, it's really obscure, and we found to be really important. And that's the book we started with. And you know, uh, we we're all just big David Lovell fans, and wanted to sort of uh, champion his work in a way that maybe other publishers hadn't, or just get him some recognition here in the states that he didn't have. And um, that was really the, you know, the impetus to start Tavern Books is to to get these really obscure books that. 
are hard to find, and then when you do find them, maybe they're really expensive online or something, and just try to get these affordable editions out and get people talking about books that maybe never got a, a fair shake. One of the books we did, one of the this second book we did was a uh, Nate and Zach book. And it was published by Athenaeum, um, and it was the last book Anthony Athenaeum ever did. So the book was published and printed, and then they closed shop. So you're like, you can't ever find this book anywhere. It's just mm. a great book. But so like things like that, I guess. Um, that's really why why we started it to just get these books that seem to be slipping into oblivion, kind of kind of back out there so people can read them. And what is what is that process? So you get this, uh, uh, you know, Scandinavian poet or or uh, a book that's out of print. What do you have to do to uh, get that back into publication? Um, well, that's you know that's a lot of sort of crazy office tedious sort of emails back and forth, and you just need to determine, do your best to determine who has the copyright. Um, sometimes, you know, uh, sometimes it's very clear who has it. Things have reverted back to the author, and if we're dealing with the author, it's usually pretty easy. They want their books in print, and when we ask them if we can put it, you know we can publish it, they they have usually said yes and they've been pretty encouraging about that and they, they're also, like, we're asking to reprint, like, their first and second books. So, you know, they like that idea. Mm. Uh, when it comes to publishers, if a publisher has the right rights and hasn't reprinted the book in a while, that can get complicated. You know, it, sometimes it gets complicated and whatnot, but um, we just kind of search that out and do some preliminary sort of questionnaires and try to figure out who has it. And when we figure that out, um, we pr- proceed from there, I guess. Do you, we, have uh, lots of, we have lots of, uh, we have a huge list of books that, you know, we would love to publish and we just sort of chip away and try and figure that out. Sometimes it's super easy and other times it's, it's a more complicated situation. Are you, do you focus mainly on uh, authors who are, are, are poets who are, are still with us? That is that, or do you go back yeah. to like uh, you know historic poetry books that are not? Yeah, yeah, like things, yeah, things in the public domain. We haven't done anything that old yet. Um, I imagine we will. I mean, there's some on the list and whatnot, but um, I guess mostly we've. Uh, there have, I mean, there are definitely poets that have been that have passed away, and we're trying to reprint their books. So we're dealing with their publishers, or we're dealing with their literary executors, or things along that line. Uh, one of the books we did is Nellie Sachs' book that she's passed away in '69, and then the translator Michael Hamburger had a trust set up. So when we went to go get his translation, we just talked to his son and the. The, the people of the board of the trust and stuff to to obtain that copyright and that was you know that was super easy and simple <laughs> you know other times it's it's just like you no know, a couple people think they they both have it and then you know you just have to just figure it out now as far as like uh, the translations um, are. Are these manuscripts coming already translated, or are you seeking out translators? Or 
Uh, we do a little bit both. Uh, the website sort of explains how to send us a, a manuscript or a book, um, but we also just basically solicit. We we have a long list of books that we really like to see back in print, and uh, so we do a lot of it that way. But we do have a you can't submit manuscripts to that. You know, there and you can submit the new new translations. You can submit like a a book that you may may have published, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. If you're interested in us reprinting it, you can also send that to us. Like, it's all clear, a lot of guidelines on the website and stuff. But um, I, I'd say mostly we've we've solicited work, but we're not opposed to it. You know, we also have started this Rolstad series, which is a first uh, an avenue for a first book to be published by a woman under 40. Hmm. And um, that's um, so we take manuscripts that way too, and uh, whatnot. Did, so, yeah. like, you know, when did the, the, the um, when when did the Rolstad series uh, start? Is that fairly recent? That's probably yeah. Well, what is, we had an open submission reading last the end of last year, and we'll be publishing the first book um, in that series uh, in probably January or February. Oh, and um, yeah, and that you know we want to sort of foster careers. It's not so much a first book contest. We want to get, we want to choose books and and uh, and sort of have an old world publishing style where we publish somebody and we keep publishing them, and they don't have to worry so much about getting out there and finding a new publisher every time they write a book or whatever. So. Right. When, uh, yeah, it's been once you choose them, then they kind of have their home. Yeah, I mean, if that works out and everything, you know. Right. Like, but uh, yeah, so that's that's been exciting, and um, yeah, the first book will probably be out. I think, yeah, probably February. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, I guess in a way, the catalogs sort of changed that way. We, you know, we've we 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 focus on reprints, but we're not, you know, we're not exactly opposed to doing new books. Like one of these books we just published was a uh, Tony Scrionitz book and it's translated by Matthew Rohr and Anna Pepelnik and like it's its own volume. It's a, basically a brand new book, you know, like here in this country, like it's it was published in Slovenia and then, you know, we were asked to to do like a selected Matthew had sent it. Matthew and Anna had sent it as selected, and we didn't want to do a selected. We like an individual volume, so we asked them just to finish translating this one sort of section from the selected poems, so we could have an individual volume of poems. And that's what we 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 really like that at Tavern Books. We 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 find that sort of that book to be a big window in a in a sort of understanding and culturally putting that book into context and stuff. Mm. So yeah, so I mean that's that's what we like. You know, it's it's just it's interesting. Like this book skin I'm talking about is like it's a new book here in the States in lots of ways, but it's also a reprint. Right. And I guess it's that's sort of what's exciting for us too. Um do you feel like uh you're Introducing people to some of these uh, um, 
international poets or or do you find that people are actually seeking them out? Um, I find a little bit of both. I mean, I, I you know, I, uh, I, I'm not really, I, like in a way, it's sort of a, I, I guess I can view it as like I'm a gatekeeper and I'm showing people all this great stuff that they should know about, that they don't know about. But I don't know if it's really that way. Like, it just seems sort of pompous and arrogant on one level <laughs> to say, like, I'm, I'm just showing you this knowledge you don't have or whatever. But the fact is, like, uh, in, in this case in particular, tell me, he's, uh, you know, he had a couple chapbooks come out with Ugly Duckling Press, and his poems have been translated and put in anthologies. So he's so many people have heard about. Mm-hmm. But I like to think that we're we're sort of highlighting him in a way that people can sort of maybe get to know him better, and we have enough distribution and we sell enough books to say like, hey, here's a here's that. Let's make him a little less obscure. Like people are definitely seeking him out, and he's a great poet. But um, yeah, if I, did I answer that question? <laughs> no, I mean I think it's good. Yeah, you know, like it, 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 out. There's nothing wrong to be a, a gatekeeper and you know introducing yeah. people. I, I think that that's a great thing. Um, and this this looks you know I'm looking at the the cover here now. Who who does the art? Where do you find all the artwork for your books? Um, most of the covers have been done by uh, the drawings have been done by uh, Cecilia Yang. She also designed the website. That's gorgeous and totally minimal um and she uh she's done most of them and you know the books as if you've seen them they're they're all in a formatted series so they don't have mm-hmm. a little, little color bar and stuff but she's done most of the drawings we basically get, we come up with a few ideas we make a list of like hey maybe this would be a good image for the cover given what the contents of the book and then she reads all of them she reads the books and then she'll she'll draw something and She's pretty, pretty, pretty phenomenal. We've used some other artists too, but um, yeah, she's basically kind of done most of them. So you yourself are are a poet. Obviously, you would have to be a poet or a poetry lover to get into this business. But you you are actually a pretty well established poet yourself. Um, yes. Um, and you won. The Walt Whitman Award um, from yeah. the American Academy of American Poets as well. Yeah. Now, was that all after um, Tavern Books existed, or? Oh. Uh, no, I think. Well, it all sort of corresponded. I, I think actually, Tavern Books was 2009, and then I won the Whitman in 2010, and then mm. my first book, Curses and Wishes, was published with Louisiana State through that. Uh, contest in 2011. So Tavern Books was was going. Uh, you know, I used part of my there's a there's a money involved with the Walt Women, and I know I got my check, and I used part of my check to to actually print the first book that Tavern Books made. So wow, that's great. All, that's all. Yeah, it's all sort of it's all yeah. was coming together, I guess, in, in in the same time. I mean, I had published in journals and stuff for a while, but um, yeah, it, the, the 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 book, and then and then tavern books.
maybe kind of all happening at the same time, I guess. Um, and so you and, uh, uh, get his name right. You and Michael, Michael McGriff. Uh, yeah. So you, you're both poets and talk about how this, like what, I know you said that you had these books that you wanted to get out there, but I mean, this is a pretty big undertaking. You have a lot of titles and, uh, it's, you know, tell us a little bit about how everything started. Well, first, I, uh, Mike and I, you know, we had long conversations about uh, what tavern book should be and what what we wanted it to be, what was maybe realistic and all that. So, you know, when it started, we sort of had to shell out our own money. But then we were also like, well, it needs to be a nonprofit. It needs to be, this is a cultural endeavor. Mm-hmm. We're preserving great works of literary vision. You know, like, that's the goal. Like, you know, I don't think... We didn't... You know, we, as you're saying, we're poets, so we don't really know too much about uh, business in lots of ways. But we were pretty sure we could... We weren't actually going to sell a lot of poetry books. Like, or how... We, I mean, we could sell them, but we weren't really sure how to sustain a business that way. So mm. we thought, like, wouldn't it be great if we could get some funding, it, get some people to, to, to back our ideas about preservation. And that happened, and that continues to happen, and that's uh, people people find books important, and it's it's always very reassuring to be in the office and to be getting phone calls and letters and getting people to donate to, to the cause. It's all it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty moving, I, for me, anyway. I, I just, when people write a check for 20 bucks saying this is awesome what you do um i just find it really touching mm. <laughs> i mean i find it important and it's good to know that other other people find it important and on whatever level that is i mean we've had people donate five bucks and it's super cool <laughs> you know is there a uh on your website is there a place to go to donate yeah yeah there's a place on there um yeah, and then you know, even, even like, you know, it's it sounds weird, but like, and one of the easiest and best and sort of greatest way to support the press is just to to buy the book. Yeah, yeah. Now, are, are your books? Do you, are you, once they're published, do you uh, get them into stores, or or are they available only online? Uh, no, you get them through the website, but we distribute books through. Uh, through uh, small press distribution through SPD, so you can get them, you know, you can get them wherever. Uh, but no, you know, we send out, you know, we 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 work for the book when it comes out. It's part of supporting the press. You know, we we print these books and we keep them in print, and we when they come out, you know, we support them too. So we send out tons of review copies. We get them into libraries. Um, we get them in bookstores across the country. I mean, through SPD, but also through our own sort of connections with letters and stuff in the office. And um, I would think like yeah, universities we, too, or you know, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, programs. We definitely had. Yep. Yeah, no, that's yeah, had, Oh, we definitely had course adoption of a few of, of few of the titles, you know. So 
into universities too. So, you know, we're small. We've we've just basically, in the scheme of things, we've just started. But um, we're growing rapidly, and um, you know, the books continue to sell and make their way out in the world. And it's totally fascinating to to watch books. What books people become intrigued in, and what books end up in a university. Mm-hmm. Like get chosen for course adoption. Like we have this Nellie Sachs book, Blowing Enigmas, that it's a bunch of universities have purchased that for classes. Um, but then we've had other titles that they do they do better out in the in the bookstore world, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, and it's just it's interesting to see and to maybe speculate why that is or what's going on there. But, right. It's not like you can look at it and predict, oh, we'll get more of these titles because that'll uh, uh, do better in the university world. Or um, yeah, how many titles? No you, how many titles do you take on a year? Um, we are we do five books a year, so every six weeks or so we're putting out a book. Mm. That's yeah. It wasn't. I mean, that's how it is. Right now, I don't, you know, I think the first year and a half, it was was a little more sporadic. Right. Uh, Just given, uh, given trying to get everything going and whatnot, hurdles, pitfalls, and other, other things. But, um, yeah, but we've always made five books a year. Um, Do you see that increasing possibly in in the future? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love for that to, to, to be the case, I think as we grow and expand and uh, you know become more stable, and we keep doing this, and we keep selling all the books in our catalog. I, I think growing and making more books would be uh, definitely where we'd be headed. And I don't see why that wouldn't be happening. And there's so many books, so many. Mm-hmm. You know, most books go out of print, so it's sad so to, to have a catalog where you can kind of get them all lumped in and together it's it's pretty awesome and exciting and there's certainly enough books in the past that they, it'll keep us busy forever <laughs> well that's yeah. great I mean it, it's I, I love looking at these titles that's the way I'm going to invest in some poetry after our conversation uh, and uh, you know, I, I wish you guys all the best of luck uh, I think it's a great thing that you're doing yeah well thanks this has been the how and the why by black hill press i'm john barrett ingles the show was produced by kevin stanick and yours truly the music is maya lua by bossa zuzu i wanted to thank everybody for your creativity and your inspiration and to remind you all to keep making art Thank you.